following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, we want to simply be with God, and sometimes it means going a little deeper, diving into a subject or a topic in the Word of God that, believe it or not, applies to everyday life. And today, we want to talk about freedom from witchcraft. That sounds like a mouthful, but it's very helpful. It's really a pattern for freedom and a pattern for success. When you hear the word witchcraft, you might think, whoa, Jennifer, why are we talking about witchcraft? Well, imagine this. I'm going to imagine a scale of 1 to 10, 0 being low and 10 being high. All of us, to some varying level, have a challenge or a temptation toward witchcraft. It says in Galatians that witchcraft is a work of the flesh. It's an act of the flesh. And if you had a simple definition for witchcraft, it would be control. So imagine your little scale, you're 0 to 10. If you're a 0, you know, you're... You might say, gee, uh, Alan, that's, this is our radio producer. Hi, Alan. You might say, hey, Alan, I want to go to Taco Bell. And Alan's like, no, I, I want to go to Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, well, I want to go to Taco Bell. I want to go to Chick-fil-A. I want to go to Taco Bell. I want to go to Chick-fil-A. And I'm pushing my way because I want to go to Taco Bell. And so that's a little bit of control, right? But it's, it's just about Taco Bell or, you know, Wendy's or whatever. So that might be a zero one. You know, and Galatians says it's an act of the flesh. It's a work of the flesh because I want my way. But as you go up that scale, closer to 9, 10, this is actual uh, curses and sorcery and, and actual witchcraft. So sometimes people go from zero to all the way up to 10 where they're actually trying to put a harm, put harm to someone else. So witchcraft has varying degrees, but we want a pattern for freedom and a pattern for success because we want to live our lives humbly before the Lord. I'm going to say a quick prayer and then we're going to dive into Hezekiah and second Kings. God, I thank you. I thank you that you have a pattern for us of freedom, a pattern for success in life and that you want us to live holy. You want us to live above any type of control that you want, that we want your Holy spirit to be the one that leads our lives and no other spirit in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So I want to read you real quick, uh, Hezekiah. And uh, as I'm reading, think about what you hear in here where he he had a pattern for success. So Second Kings 18, it says, Hezekiah, king of Judah, in the third year of Hosea, son of Elah, king of Israel, Hezekiah, the son of Ahaz, king of Judah, began to reign. And he was 25 years old when he became king. And he reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. His mother's name was Abijah daughter of Zechariah, and he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father David had done. So that's verse 3. Verse 4, he removed the high places. He smashed the sacred stones. He cut down the Asherah poles. He broke into pieces the bronze snake that Moses had made. For up to that time, the Israelites had been burning incense to it. And verse 5, Hezekiah trusted the Lord, 
the God of Israel. There was no one like him among all the kings of Judah, either before him or after him. He held fast to the Lord and did not stop following him. He kept the commands of the Lord had given to Moses. And the Lord was with him, and he was successful in whatever he undertook. Wow. So freedom is the goal. And I, I made a list of a few things I saw in that passage that Hezekiah did. It says he did right in the eyes of the Lord. He removed the high places. So this was false idol worship. This was delving into serious uh, witchcraft, trying to uh, have idol worship. He removed that. He trusted in the Lord. It's hard to be a controlling person if your trust is in the Lord. Huh? You're trusting in God. You're trusting in God. He held fast to the Lord and he didn't stop following him. He held to the commands that the Lord had given the commands to be holy, the commands to have no other gods before God. And the Lord was with him, and he was successful. There you go. So that is really our goal. We want to be in that pattern, that pattern for freedom and that pattern for success. You know, God he, God is so awesome, isn't he? He never seeks to control us. He gives us the free will to each one of us, and he doesn't hold us responsible. Well, well he does hold us responsible for how we use that freedom. But he gives us that freedom, doesn't he? He gives us freedom to choose him. He gives us freedom in how we live our lives. So let's dive in a little bit deeper. And I want to talk about three words for aspects of satanic power or witchcraft. The first one is divination. The Bible talks about that. That would be fortune telling or it operates by revelation. You can also call it necromancy. In Isaiah eight nineteen. It says, when they say to you, seek those who are mediums and wizards who whisper and mutter, should not a people seek their God? Should not a people seek their God? So uh, that's one. And then sorcery operates through objects, objects causing physical results. So that might be drugs. That might be an object, even um, a thing something else that you are worshiping a magic eight ball it's it's an object so leviticus 19:31 says do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritists or you will be defiled by them i am the lord in leviticus 26 it says i will set my face against anyone who turns to mediums or spiritists prostituting themselves by following them and i will cut them off from their people wow so we have different types of divination, necromancy, sorcery, witchcraft. And then there's another that's just soulish. As I said before, it's the beginning. It's just being selfish, soulish at the beginning of that zero to 10, the zero, one, two, three. It's just pretty well soulish. So the English translations of the New Testament, they use a variety of different wor words for soulish, natural, sensual, worldly, unspiritual, worldly minded, without the Holy Spirit, to follow the natural instinct. Soulish is a realm, it's, it's, it's demonic. It's a, let, me, let me read this for you. It says in 1 Corinthians 2.14, The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but consider them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. And one more, I want to read you James 3.14-15. But if you harbor bitter envy, selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. 
For such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but it's earthly. It's unspiritual, soulish, and demonic. So human manipulation of another would be considered soulish. So what am I trying to say? There's so many aspects of the one word, witchcraft, and that could be either from soulish, selfish, trying to control one another, all the way to sorcery, divination, and that type of witchcraft. So there's a range. And there is a danger in coming under the influence of witchcraft. And there's also a danger in participating yourself in witchcraft. And that's why I wanted to share this with you today, because I want you to be protected. I want you to have a a good relationship with God and a good relationship with others. And I don't want you to have anything to do with witchcraft. And so it's really coming out of love in my heart for you, a love in my heart for God's word, and that we would have freedom and we would have success just as King Hezekiah did. So yeah, you don't want anyone to control you and you don't want to control anyone else. You don't want to participate in any form of witchcraft and you don't want others to participate in witchcraft against you at the same time. So let's talk about the soulish for a minute. Some another example of a soulish look of witchcraft would be rebellion. Rebellion says, I want my own way. Uh, My definition of rebellion is resistance to or defiance of any authority, control, tradition. And then a synonym of rebellion would be insubordination, disobedience, defiance, apostasy, nonconformity. When we say, I want my own way and not God's way, that's rebellion. Another soulish form of witchcraft is stubbornness. Stubbornness says, I value my opinion and my way of thinking more than yours. So my definition of stubborn is you're fixed or you're set in purpose or opinion. You're resolute. You're really difficult to shape or to work with. And some synonyms of stubborn is unyielding, headstrong, contrary, obstinate. You may not have realized that rebellion and stubbornness are part of soulish witchcraft and something we want to have nothing to do with. Let's look at this in, in 1 Samuel fifteen twenty three. It says, for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. And that was uh, Samuel to King Saul. And he was saying, wow, Wow, Saul, you have really rejected the word of the Lord doing, yeah, participating in rebellion and stubbornness. But he gives a really clear definition there. You know, Saul actually said to his servants, I, I want to go to find a medium and inquire of her. So he was actually re- inquiring of a medium. And, and it did not go well for Saul. It says in First in Chronicles ten thirteen. so Saul died for his unfaithfulness that he had committed against the Lord because he did not keep the word of the Lord and because he consulted a medium for guidance. Whoa, King Saul actually died because he participated in that. So I I want you to be protected. I want you to have that safety and freedom, and I don't want you to participate in witchcraft in any way. So that's why I'm talking to you about this. It's really important that we learn how to stay away from witchcraft. I think here's a little quick checklist before I know we'll have to close this episode out and we'll talk again on the next episode. But if, if you feel that someone is manipulating 
you, intimidating you, or dominating you to get their way. That's the soulish form of witchcraft. Intimidating, dominating, or manipulating you to get their way. That's witchcraft. So they, they might be pressuring you under that, or surely you're not pressuring someone else under that. So that's what we want to learn. We want to clean this area of our life up. It's just about cleaning everything up with God's laundry soap. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you are listening to Simply for Women. Stay with us. We have a guest coming up. And on the break, I want you to go to jennifer-jackson.org. Listen to previous episodes. Download a recipe. How about a prayer card? I want to connect with you. Send me a quick email. I want to hear how you're doing. I want to talk about the show with you. Maybe you even want to be a guest on the show. You're listening to Simply for Women. Stay with us. This guest is coming right up. 